When I first trained in Chinese reproductive medicine in the US, well, it's almost 16 years ago now, I received my training with Dr. Randine Lewis, one of the most amazing ladies in the world, compassionate, wonderful, fun, and a pure genius in the whole aspect of infertility. She's also the author of The Infertility Cure. She ran a fertility retreat called The Fertile Soul, a week where women and couples having difficulties conceiving would come there for a week and Randine and her team would work with them throughout that week. There was acupuncture, nutrition, mind-body, a complete holistic look at the person's life. And if I'm honest, one of the best times of my own life. This is where I learned the true magic of fertility. How easy the reproductive system would go out of balance. And for many, not all, how easy it was to get back into balance. Unfortunately today, we have so many couples that are being given a diagnosis of unexplained infertility. Which as you know, if you know me, there is no such thing as unexplained infertility. It's just poor diagnosis. And this comes down to the fact that a lot of doctors look at what I call the branch effect. And these are all important in one sense, like getting your day three tested, a branch of your fertility, getting your progesterone tested, a branch effect, male factor issues, which sometimes can be a root cause. So it's about looking for the root and not focusing completely on the branch. Now, what's interesting on top of that, you can have multiple small issues causing the root cause. It may be male factor, it could be ovulation, or maybe it's an implantation difficulty. Add in a little stress, some fatigue, and all these little branches become the root cause. And I know how you go from an unexplained infertility diagnosis to a diagnosis can be quite difficult, but it is possible to figure out the root cause. So let's talk about the mind part of today's podcast. There is a story that travels around the meditation teacher community. I've heard it many times in slightly different versions. And I've seen similar kind of situations happen on retreats, actually. The story begins where a number of people travel to a monastery in India. There's about 20 people in the group. Now, it's a silent meditation for a week. And each evening, the group are allowed to have a two-minute chat with a lead monk to just see how they're doing and to make sure they're in a healthy space. So the first day, everyone heads into the meditation room. They find their spots and they settle in. Now trust me, really trust me, silent meditations are not easy. They are hard. The first day, the mind wanders and unfortunately brings all the crap with it from the last few weeks and the last few months and sometimes, wonderfully, the last few years of crap it's been dealing with. And now, you're in silence. And the mind is going, What are you doing to me? And it's the second day of the retreat, and there's a guy settling in for the day, and he sees this beautiful lady in the group. She looks over and smiles at him. He smiles back. They all settle in for the day. After a few hours, his mind starts to think, Wow, she is nice. 
I really do love her smile. Two more hours into the silent meditation, he's thinking, wow, wouldn't it be amazing to meet the woman of my dreams here? It'd be like karma in place. He looks over at her again and thinks, I wonder what it would be like to go on a date with her. I bet you she's so much fun. It's the third day and he's so excited to get up and go meditating to see the woman of his dreams again. Their eyes catch and he looks like, their eyes catch and he's like, wow, what if we got married? A few hours into the silent meditation and you kind of know where this is going. I wonder what we call our children. What would their names be? I bet they'd be amazing. We could build our house. He heads back into his bedroom later that evening and dreams of his amazing life. The two of them are going to have an amazing life together. The fourth day, he doesn't see her at breakfast. He begins to worry. Where is she? Has something happened to her? Did something happen in the middle of the night? He's like, no, no, please don't let this be happening. Our wonderful life. Oh, I hope she's okay. He heads down into the meditation room and she's there. Oh, what a relief. Oh, wow, she's okay. And he begins to relax again. But hold on, she hasn't looked at him and smiled at him. Why hasn't she smiled at me today? And then he sees something disturbing, where his world is just about to fall apart. He sees her smile at another guy, and he's, wow, I can't believe she's having an affair. Like, right in front of me. How could I have loved this woman? I hate her. And all of this is in his mind. So today, just be, be you. And let's not go too far off into the sunset with our minds. Have a great day. See you next week. And if you do enjoy these moments, do subscribe to the podcast. It really means a lot to me and it really helps. See you soon.